0: Yo, Saf back again. Another talk and play Blurcast episode. Thank you for tuning back in to the show. You read the title, hopefully you did. Do you know what time it is? It's insecure. We're doing this episode nine. <laughs> Entitled Out Okay. Um, recap, review, whatever you want to call it. Um, y'all saw the episode, man. <laughs> this one was woo! yeah <laughs> it was a good one um let me play my theme music intro music whatever and then we just gonna jump in because this was a good one <laughs> let's go we open the episode with Ethan and nathan turning this nice ass i guess apartment or is that house i think it was a house Nice ass home. I'm like, damn, this shit fired, two bedrooms, uh what it was, three or two and a half bath. <laughs> Used to make it comments about feet and <laughs> being cold at night and warm and all this kind of shit. You know, couple stuff. They had um recently been discussing or trying to decide if they wanted to move in together, you know, over the last like episode or two. We finally here. They're looking at places. Um, things get a little awkward for like two seconds. I noticed, though, when Nathan says he don't know what kind of men Issa been living with. And Issa, like, <laughs> I don't know. She made this weird face and then she started talking about a mall, which I say is weird to me because, like, nigga, we grown. We're in our 30s here. Like, <laughs> like You don't have to um, pretend as if, you know, you've never lived with a um, significant other before. But then. That is, you know, obviously because Issa still has Lawrence on the brain for whatever reason. So, I guess I get it. <laughs> I do want to say, though, that I agree with Nathan. Um, all of us niggas are not the same. I personally do not leave the toilet seats up after I use the bathroom. I actually hate that shit. I close the toilet seat. It don't matter. P number two. <laughs> it don't matter what I do. Like... After I finish using the toilet and I flush it, I put all seats lids down because I don't I just I was just raised like that. And then on top of that, I just feel like I shouldn't be able to just walk in the bathroom and look inside the toilet bowl. I don't know, I just feel weird, feel nasty. That's just me though. Anyway, <laughs> they asked for an application and the realtor says, you know, um my apologies, but I just you know, rented this out or whatever. I ain't wanna uh break the news to y'all. Was looking all happy and excited about this shit, and they started cussing his ass out as I would have done as well. Because goddamn nigga, we've been walking around this shit, planning out our life in this beautiful space, and here you go talking about you just rented out five minutes ago. You should have said that so we could move on to something else. But you know. Realtors and people who just Don't value other people's time They just, I hate that shit <laughs> We leave them <laughs> To cuss out the uh, Realtor, you know, and slide into The title card, we got some scenery Of LA Um, Song, Time Off by BK Habermel is Playing, which I believe that's One of Issa's artists I think this artist is signed To um, Issa Ray's Radio record label if I'm not mistaken either way this song is specifically made for the show and I I follow it we go over to Molly's job Um, Torian is trying to like (laughs) be low about early early meeting that he had with the I guess partners or whatever whatever their bosses are called and um, he's trying to you know uh, be hush about what just happened but molly and her other partner friends or co-workers i don't know what those other lawyer ladies are technically referred to as but they figure out pretty quickly that this nigga has been off a partner everybody is excited for torian but obviously molly is extra excited because torian is her nigga <laughs> Now, Torian did look like he was a little shook after the meeting. Not necessarily in a bad way, but just more so in a way like, damn, like, this just happened to me. I need a little second to take all this in so I can understand why he wasn't, like, rushing to tell them. But it's still dope news. It was great that all the ladies were you know excited for him Molly goes in for like this super loving embrace they have a nice little hug and then she quickly remembers that she is at work <laughs> and decides oh I need to uh, bring in other girls for this awkward ass group hug which was funny but <laughs> because nigga, we saw straight through that like what you doing bro? <laughs> after all that hugging simmers down though um, they make you know googly eyes and you know um, Molly's like, congratulations. And Tori is like, thank you, Carter, or whatever, whatever, staring at each other and shit all lovingly and whatnot. And they realize, like, damn, we are at work in front of colleagues. <laughs> and they decide to disperse immediately, which immediately <laughs> makes the uh, other woman come to the conclusion that these two are fucking and they are absolutely correct. (laughs) We got another transition scene, some more beautiful shots of LA. Um, a song passionate by Roddy rich is playing fire song for Roddy rich. We pull up to Lawrence's place. Uh, Chad is there, you know, cracking jokes, (laughs) being regular old funny Chad. I'm a miss Chad. Chad's a funny dude. (laughs) His information and, and, um, advice may be a lot misguided not a little but a lot misguided but he's a cool friend I'm gonna miss uh laughing at that dude but uh he's trying to get Lawrence to buy a new spot so he can get a commission so he can afford something that he want to buy selfish but at the same time a friend because who else are you gonna like really trust to help you find a house outside of realtors we just seen what the fuck nathan and isa went through with day realtor or whatever at least chad can pull up to the crib and keep it real with you because that's your dog so shout out to chad he asked lawrence if um he got a gift for Derek, because you know Derek and Tiffany are moving to Denver. But um Lawrence is like, I'm not even sure if I'm going to the party because Issa, old girl, <laughs> will be there. And, you know, those are technically her friends. And Lawrence is not really ready to run into Issa. They haven't really spoken at all since he left on the curb <laughs> because that's what she did. <laughs> so um he's like, you know, I don't even really think I'm going to go to this uh, going away party. Like, those are technically her friends. So... I kind of just want to fall back. Chad doesn't necessarily understand what that issue is, though, because, you know, he says Issa let Lawrence go and Lawrence didn't fight for her. (laughs) So everything should be cool, which makes Lawrence start to question things again. It's always Chad putting these batteries (laughs) in Lawrence's back and making his brain turn when it comes to. Everything his love life, his business decisions. I don't know. Chad is influential to Lawrence in a way that can be uh dangerous but also motivating. It's weird, but I get their dynamic. Um, Chad says <laughs> Lawrence sits back and lets life happen to him <laughs> like, like he, like a nigga waiting on the dock on the bay or some shit. He said it was funny, but um. Lawrence is like you know I could not force Issa to be with me and I agree like what he supposed to do be like no don't leave me on the curb we need to talk about this like I want to be with you and you going to be with me like nobody finna do that corny ass shit like that's that's too much if Lawrence couldn't think of a respectful and dignified way to convey his feelings to Issa in order to get her to like reconsider breaking up with him then yeah, it's best to just give her some space and just understand where she's coming from with the situation. I completely understand that. But after Chad, you know, explains what he went through with Leah, like it gets Lawrence's, you know, brain wheels turning. <laughs> and in that same process, Chad is deciding he wants to order some quiche, <laughs> which is very L.A. It's very, very L.A. I don't sit and order <laughs> kosher anything, quiche, none of that shit, whatever the fuck Chad was trying to order, I normally don't get that, but dope, I want to visit LA someday I'm going to, actually, can't wait, <laughs> I feel where Chad was coming from though, but like like I said, Lawrence's circumstances are a little different Um, yes, Chad fought to get his wife back after doing dirt but that's like, you know <laughs> typical nigga shit Lawrence, on the other hand, is dealing with being a new father and, you know, having a job that he wanted to get to and being cool with his baby mama and stuff like that. Like Lawrence's issues and the reasons that he is not with Issa, they're not things that you could just push past with a baby, please, baby, please like type of energy. Like him and Issa, if they were to get back together, they need to have like real, 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 real conversations like I'm cool with my baby mama. We do things together as a family. I have a newborn that I want to be very, very attentive to. My job is also kind of demanding. Like, I cannot just be at your beck and call. It's not going to be how it was before when we was, like, spending every day and night with each other when we wasn't working. I have other priorities now. And although you are my partner or my girlfriend or whatever the case might be, my fiance, who knows what happens if Lawrence and Issa get back together. You're just going to have to understand there are other people in my life now that are going to take priority in a lot of situations. Are you cool with that? Like, it's not a baby, baby, please take me back kind of situation. It's really like we have to be grown about this because now a child's life is in the balance. But... Transition scene once again, L.A. scenery, beautiful, <laughs> Somewhere by Nene is playing. I think that's how you pronounce her name. We arrive at Tiffany's parents' house, which is huge as fuck. That's dope. <laughs> Nathan and Issa are hand in hand. Shout out to them. But we're finally at this going away party for Tiffany and Derek, where I know for a fact, or I knew for a fact that um, Lawrence and Issa were going to run into each other and this conversation was going to happen. But (laughs) we will get there. Issa (laughs) Issa and Nathan are walking past this like, portrait movie screen thing or whatever some fancy shit that um tiffany's rich ass parents put together and <laughs> there's a picture of Issa with braces which leads <laughs> and nathan ask isa how many times she had braces apparently isa has had braces twice in her life now because the first time didn't take didn't know that was a thing but <laughs> nathan <laughs> You know, he handled it as best he could without <laughs> making Issa feel <laughs> too completely immature, but um the party looks nice as fuck. We got plenty of uh, scenery shots of that. Um, Tiffany's dress is beautiful and over the top like you would expect <laughs> from rich ass Tiffany. Derek's fitted now, like his jacket, blazer look or whatever, that shit is fire. Kelly got her titties out. They look great. <laughs> um. While having a conversation about if they're ready to move, you know, to Denver, Derek offers his toaster, which Issa's like, wait a minute. Don't turn that down. Cause Nathan was like, nah, I'm straight. Man. He's like, wait a minute. Does it have a crumb tray? And Derek's like, nigga, don't play me. You <laughs> know, I got the best shit when it comes to appliances. <laughs> I'm like, what you talking about? <laughs> and, um, all of that leads into, you know, a conversation about, um, Isa and Nathan consolidated because, again, they're moving in together. Kelly's put two and two together with that. You know, everybody's, so, oh, guess I'm not going to be able to see you in your new place. That's what Tiffany says. But um, <laughs> that was a funny scene. Just because that crumb tray is vital, by the way. Like, if your toaster don't have a crumb tray, step it up. Step it up. <laughs> like, it's, it's very, very handy to just pull that shit out dump it in the trash wash it off real quick and stick it back in the toaster like get you one <laughs> nathan steps away though to take a phone call and Issa um goes to get drinks while this is happening molly and tori enter you know looking all blissful according to kelly she's the comedian here again like i am miss kelly too man that's funny uh molly introduces tori and everybody you know Kelly has become BFFs with with Molly's mom and Issa's mom now as well. You know Issa's hoping that she can get on the group chat. <laughs> Kelly is like, I don't think I don't think your mom would like that. So the answer's no. <laughs> but um Nathan returns. Apparently Ark lost his key in the shop and will be stopping by to get it from Nathan. Like remember Arik from the uh beach party episode that was like more focused on nathan like he's the best friend that eventually ended up with molly at the end over the other hating ass nigga still don't like that man Torian makes his um introduction a little awkward though talking about a trash gift or whatever and derek is like you brought us trash as a gift <laughs> and at first i was like no don't let this be his flaw like don't let him <laughs> be the socially awkward you know what i'm saying black man or whatever whatever because i feel like molly would quickly lose interest in a nigga like that but after, you know, they start panning around and getting shots of like kids and stuff and then they walk away and uh, Molly is asking him, like, what's going on? Or whatever. Like, I totally understood this nigga brought edibles <laughs> thinking that it would be a different kind of going away party. Of course, he didn't know Tiffany's elegant ass was going to throw this fucking soiree that made you feel like you could only sip wine and <laughs> eat finger foods all night. But, um, yeah, I, I understood then like, oh, this nigga's nervous because that's completely left <laughs> of the kind of thing that you would bring to this kind of function. But at the same time, like Tiffany, you know, she'd be down. So he just don't know her yet. So I get why he was like, you know, worried. But Molly eases his mind. She decides like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take ed- edible with you. So let's do this together. Just let's, um. Uh, consider this a celebratory um endeavor <laughs> for you making partner so down the hatch the edibles went <laughs> as they are swallowing those and walks lawrence condola and the baby lawrence immediately spots isa condola sees that which this is a part of the scene where i was like oh because Condola's a very very attentive person She's very like sharp And very like Detail oriented a little bit I guess if I'm making sense But Once I seen her saw this nigga look I was like okay She got wheels turning now because it's like Do I want to be involved in this kind of bullshit Or what I'm here at this party with this nigga and our baby But like his ex is here This used to be my friend and business partner Like uh, but we'll see what happens with that later on. We'll get there. <laughs> as Condola is um, you know, taking off to go to the bathroom and giving baby jaw the pacifier, um, Issa spots them as Nathan is grabbing some fire mac and cheese balls, which I never wanted to taste mac and cheese balls so much in my life. I feel like I've had a mac and cheese ball before, but I don't know Tiffany's mac and cheese balls. Tiffany and Darius mac and cheese ball. Them shit was looking fire, <laughs> and everybody wanted them. So, mm, shit. Even uh, Nathan was like, "Hell yeah, let me get a mac and cheese ball." And Issa followed suit after she got her eyes off of Lawrence, but <laughs> she bit it to that motherfucker. And almost burned every inch of the inside of her mouth. <laughs> that, that, that mac and cheese ball fell out of her mouth so fast. <laughs> They're hot, man. Be careful. <laughs> Nathan spots Lawrence in that moment as well. And decides to ask Issa about him. Issa, you know, reveals, you know, he moved back a while ago. Nathan's checking the temperature on that. He's prying a little bit. Like, oh, you know, he moved back. What, to be closer to his girl and their baby? And Issa's like, you know, I guess so. So they awkwardly <laughs> awkwardly have to deal with that information right there on the spot. So Issa's like, hey, let's get another drink. You want another drink? <laughs> and they head over to the drink table. Amal and Tiffany have a moment, <laughs> which is funny. She puts him on to Rolando, which <laughs> Amal is hilarious how quick he took to that man. But we'll get there. <laughs> Tiffany has an announcement to make. And uh, you know she's clinking glasses Everybody listen up At this point in time the edibles have hit Molly and Torian They are in search of Mac and cheese balls by way of Scent and nose (laughs) We see Rolando bring Amal a drink to which (laughs) Amal is already calling him baby (laughs) Like I said (laughs) Quick Tiffany and Derek are sharing kind words To all their guests you know thanking them for showing up Or whatever and you know Tiffany's keeps throwing out these random facts about Denver Obviously, she's still not in the best mood About having to move and leave her friends But, you know, she's trying to do her best um, um, But in this moment, Easton and Lawrence lock eyes I'm just like, here we go They have officially <laughs> made eye contact It's about to go down here from here Between these two <laughs> That's what I was thinking anyway we focus on Tiffany, and <laughs> she's telling Issa there's no one else in her life like Issa, <laughs> which that felt like a jab, but at the same time, like, if you look at it a different way, it's kind of dope to be one of a kind to somebody, <laughs> even though I feel like it was more in the middle, not necessarily on the kind-hearted side, but it's Tiffany, so we know she fucked with Issa. <laughs> Chad wants a special message, but Drow walks in, and Molly's like, "Oh shit!" Out loud again. (laughs) Edibles have kicked in, so yes, everybody can hear you, Molly. (laughs) Um, Chad is mad about not getting that shout out, (laughs) though. So when they uh, separate to have, you know, like a guy's moment. He's talking about how there's only one black person per capita or 0.1%, some shit he said, basically calling Derek a fraction, (laughs) which was funny as fuck because Chad is just mad. (laughs) But uh, the guys end up huddling up and Lawrence and Nathan get into this dumbass back and forth about barbecue, which I'm like, come on, bro, (laughs) we have to do this. I get why Lawrence is being aggressive when it comes to Nathan, and I also get why Nathan is standing his ground, but it's like, nigga, barbecue, really, this is what y'all want to have a pissing match over, that's actually about Issa, like, come on now, we we can move past this, this is childish, <laughs> this is what I'm thinking anyway, as a grown man, like, I'm not finna be going back and forth about no nigga, talking about some barbecue if you feel like la got good barbecue that's great i'm from the south nigga south tend to have better barbecue than anywhere else in the country it just is what it is i'm always rep for home you're gonna always rep for home why are we going back and forth torian called it though a lot of tension right here uh, mall interjects though <laughs> And this shit was funny as fuck to me Because he's like Oh his baby thinks (laughs) That he'll look good with a Caesar So what you doing tomorrow (laughs) And Nathan's like Yeah um, I'm actually Off tomorrow I'm not going to be cutting no hair I have to uh, continue to look at um, Apartments with Issa You know we still apartment hunting or whatever And this cracks Lawrence's face But what took me out was a mall <laughs> that sip and look that he gave to lawrence after nathan was like oh yeah you know me and Issa still um um apartment hunting or whatever <laughs> that shit had me rolling <laughs> he looked just like a fucking meme bro that shit was so funny uh but um torian tries to uh, post me some barbecue to like break up the tension a little bit obviously he's also high off the edible as well, which is why he's so focused on this. But <laughs> um, Derek and Chad have a, you know, quick little moment to kind of ease Chad's mind or whatever. Derek lets him know, like, you know, we friends outside of this nigga Lawrence, like <laughs> just because I'm moving away that don't me, we're not going to talk no more. We're st- we going to stay friends. I'm still going to hit you up. And that eases Chad's mind because he was assuming, I guess, <laughs> That he was never gonna hear from Derek again Which is why he was so like Excited about this ill briefcase That he got like It's weird but But we come to find out later Or I found out later After um, the episode watching uh, Prentice Penny's uh, Instagram live with Lawrence Or whatever That that whole moment with this ill briefcase Or whatever all this shit between Chad and Lawrence and Chad and fucking um Derek, like that was chad doing a lot of improv which again funny nigga bro so i was cool with it <laughs> we go to the kitchen though and the girls are having champagne even kelly who says you know bitch i'm evolved now <laughs> you know what i'm saying like this don't got no alcohol in it which champagne absolutely does but <laughs> the diet is evolving the la diet has evolved <laughs> so we we drinking champagne now i'm with it Um, Tiffany reveals though that she's coming back for Molly's birthday and the girls decide that the very least they need to um, at least come together for birthdays. Like, of course, they're going to be busy and in different parts of the country or whatever, whatever, but they can make it back for birthdays. And I fuck with that because as friends, as you get older, whatever you do, realize you don't have as much time as you used to to spend with your friends, your best friends, even But um, birthdays, y'all got to come together. At least, you know, birthdays or holidays. This leads to a hilarious moment, right? Because Molly is high as fuck. She just starts laughing uncontrollably. Everybody looking at her like, what the fuck is wrong with Molly? Kelly, Kelly taking a step further. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? And decides, you know what? Let me slap some sense into this motherfucker. (laughs) To which she promptly does. Slap <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we get the full story. <laughs> um Molly finally tells him, like, man, I took a edit with that shit, kicked in it's on my ass now, nah, whatever, whatever. And everybody's like, Cool, but listen, Kelly says, Listen anyway, if you're gonna be doing drugs, you need to tell me so we could do it together, since we're gonna be working together. Which I thought that was um dope because They did. They did a good job together during the estate planning or whatever for Molly's parents. I know they're going to be doing Issa's mom next to whatever. If this is where, you know, we going or whatever, as far as Kelly's, you know, personal business trajectory or whatever, I'm fucking with that. I think her and Molly do make a good team. Molly's the lawyer side or whatever. And... Kelly's the financial side, but she also has the people skills or whatever to tie everything together. I don't know. They should turn that into some kind of business. I think they will, but this is dope. In walks Condola though And she catches all the girls off guard To the point where they all are just like Hey <laughs> And that shit That shit made me laugh Out loud But that shit was so funny But um, after Molly <laughs> Makes another hot comment Kelly and Tiffany Decide to excuse All three of them <laughs> Leaving Issa and Condola alone, to, not alone, but they was just in the back of the room, but it leaves them the space to, like, have a conversation um, Condola Issa, they're awkward about the situation, but, you know, they get through it cordially, and you know, Issa congratulates her on the baby Condola congratulates Issa on the art walk with NBW you know, apparently she used to work back with Raphael at Verizon or whatever, so that's how she's, you know informed on the information they still talk they still cool which is dope i can see that leading to Issa and condola having to work together in the future though so uh (laughs) interesting interesting but (laughs) the show is coming to an end so (laughs) never mind (laughs) we head outside though to uh molly who runs into dro turns out he was reaching out um in the girls night episode to just check in with molly obviously you know molly's mom had stroke or whatever and then find out that Drew got a divorce you know from his wife um this is after molly (laughs) highly pointed that out (laughs) but um you know they are you know having a bonding moment and smoothing everything over i don't think they got to really talk that much after you know the situation where Molly was sleeping with him and the open relationship or whatever and all this other stuff but Toria walks up you know Molly tells all her and Drew's business which Drew is like what the fuck nigga like can we not do that <laughs> I don't know this nigga and like that was not like the most public information like what we doing but um, Toria is very understanding and that freaks Drew out so he leaves <laughs> which understandable but um torian's response in that moment like that's me like everybody has a past it don't really make sense to trip about what somebody did before you whatever like it's not gonna change you could be mad about it you can feel a way you could be turned off by the situation but at the end of the day is do you like the person that i am now do you like being with me right now today or are you gonna stay hung up on some shit that happened in my past that you absolutely have nothing to do with i'm with tory like we, we grown nigga, everybody got a pass. like i would be weirded out if you was talking about you in your 30s or whatever you ain't never did anything like i'm like what the fuck Where have you been you just been sitting in the house all your life waiting for a nigga like me to come along because now i'm going leave because you don't have <laughs> any experience with life but that's just me <laughs> We go over to uh, Issa and Nathan at the snack table. (laughs) Issa is ready to bust down on these chocolate fountains um, that Tiffany's mom has, you know, expertly crafted and brought in. (laughs) Um, She got the colorful cookies, the macaroons. (laughs) Issa's hyped by this table and I am, too. Shit, I'm looking at that shit like, God damn, wish I was there. But, you know, Nathan is being a little distant, obviously still not really feeling shit after that dumb barbecue conversation he had with Lawrence. Um, So, you know, he's like, you know what? I'm going to head out real quick. Ark is here. Let me just give him my keys and then um, I'll be back, (laughs) which leaves Issa confused because she's like, I thought everything was straight. Why are we distant right now? We go over to Lawrence's side of the party, though. Um up and down by six buzz pressa and houdini is playing that was a dope little song wish i could have heard more of it but i have it for you <laughs> lawrence um tries to relieve condola of baby duties but you know she's like i'm good or whatever she tells him she talked to isa and he responds awkwardly of course But Condola felt good about the conversation, according to her, whatever. And I felt like in this moment, right, because that conversation between her and Issa was a little awkward. I feel like they did smooth some things over a little bit. I feel like they are in a better place now that they have Had like a quick conversation or whatever. Can definitely tell Issa's energy was fine with it. You know, given how she just was at the snack table or whatever. And you could tell Condola is cool with it or whatever. But I do feel like she embellished a little bit trying to like gauge Lawrence's reaction and how she should handle things moving forward. Especially because, you know, earlier she saw Lawrence like staring at Issa. So I'm pretty sure Condola was like, you know what? Let me check temperature real quick. Do I need to stay at this party and continue to try to play, you know, family with this nigga? Or do I need to move out of the way so I don't look crazy? I think that was what was going through Condola's so head. that's what would be going through my head anyway. Like, I know how this nigga's is acting. I know how this girl is acting. Do I want to be in the middle of that or do I need to remove myself? She decides, though, it's time to uh, take <laughs> the baby and go. She tells Lawrence he should make the most of his time because it'll probably be the last time he'll see everybody together for a while. And that gets Lawrence's wheels to turn it as he sees Issa walking by on the other side of the pool. We don't get to see it just yet, though. <laughs> we go outside with Nathan, who is meeting Arik to give him the shop keys. You know, all right, got Molly on the brand as he should because my dog Molly is the moment. <laughs> Molly is that girl. You know what I'm saying? She that she like came a long way. That therapy been working out. I'm proud of Molly, man. Really, really proud of Molly. Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? She found her a good nigga. The job is going well. Like Molly is probably going to go down as the biggest success story. <laughs> of insecurity and I am happy about it <laughs> but um obviously Nathan isn't um, feeling Lawrence so you know he confides in Arc about the whole barbecue situation Arc is talking about I don't know what that means but I don't like it and I'm with him because <laughs> my nigga come to me talking about my lady X and that trip and we had this stupid conversation about x y z or whatever but like, i don't give a fuck what y'all talking about i don't like that energy that this nigga made you feel and now you putting out here over on me so let's go inside and do that <laughs> but you know he gives uh bad advice <laughs> just like chad does to lawrence but nathan is not lawrence so he decides you know what Like, no, we don't need to run him a different kind of fade. You want your barber puns or whatever. I'm going to just go back in here and keep it cordial, which dope as fuck because Nathan, being a self-aware individual, having to be because, you know, grown, mature, and it also is very helpful when keeping, you know, his mental together so that he don't have no episodes and no shit like that. I'm just glad that he... Is one of the niggas in East's life that is like, you know what, I'm going to continue to stay on this, you know, good path with my mental, whatever. I'm not going to let nobody's bad advice trick me out of my sanity. I really, really like Nathan for that because I'm that kind of nigga as well. Not necessarily um, mental disorders anything like that, but I'm very, very self-aware, whatever, like. It takes a lot to get me to do something very stupid and rash and just impulsive. I'm not that kind of dude. Like, I'm very logical. I think about things before I do them or whatever. I try to make the best decision. I try to plan ahead. It don't work out all the time. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm intentional at least. And that's what I appreciate about Nathan, the intention. I will say, though, in this moment, like, I got a little nervous, right? Because he's standing outside of this party. Art got his whip right there. I was worried. I was like, damn, is Nathan about to just ghost Issa after this little bullshit conversation? that um him and lawrence had about this stupid ass barbecue whatever but thankfully you know he was like you know i'm just gonna go back in and be cordial i was like yes like we're moving past the ghosting thing we cannot do this to Issa no more like we're not finna do this to this girl (laughs) like Issa does not deserve that like you need to go in there either tell her what the fuck is going on or you need to let it go and continue to be a good boyfriend like you've been doing the sun has set though and it's nighttime the party looking even better at night which shout out to tiffany all her money all her parents' money all the money Derek makes like this shit is nice this is a dope party that house is fucking beautiful outside it is yeah. shout out to them <laughs> but um it's nighttime like i said and uh we back with high ass Molly and Torian who are scouring for mac and cheese balls, you know, um insulted the Tartar man to get the fuck out the way. Like these niggas are high. Um, uh, Molly suggests we should just go find the source. And they did. They get in that room, they see all them fucking finger foods sitting on all them platters, and they start going in. <laughs> The servers returned, though, <laughs> to uh, get the next, you know, trays to move out into the guest area. And um, these niggas decide they want to hide in the closet. <laughs> they ended up hiding in this pantry. Um, they're talking about how much of a good time they're having together. Molly confesses that she's scared about Tori and getting tired of her. Tori lets her know that can't happen Because I was already tired of your ass When I first met you I hated you, whatever Nah, I fuck with you, so we good And they have sex in the pantry And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking with that Because What better way? You at a party for your friends going away or whatever. You know what I'm saying, y'all adults, y'all high. You know what I'm saying, just enjoying the vibe of the night. We in a room to ourselves, even though it is (laughs) a pantry. We do have this space to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Let's get a quick one in real quick. Let's (laughs) let's turn it up a notch because that's how much we fucking with each other right now. (laughs) I'm fucking with it. I'm with that. No problem to me, <laughs> except for, you know, get caught and then there's food in here and then you niggas are high as fuck. But that's beside the point. We grown. We don't got to worry about that. It's my best friend or this is Tiffany and <laughs> this is Tiffany and Molly, they friends or whatever. So they ain't going to trip. But shout out to Tori and Molly. Success story, man. <laughs> we go outside to Issa though who is throwing away some trash she walking around the corner and boom Lauren's motherfucking ass running to her scares the shit out of Issa that scream was real it had to be Issa couldn't act it out. talking about she throwing something in the trash uh, La Basura in Spanish which she's right Basura is trash in Spanish um he asking can they talk and Asked why she called him last month and you know at the girls' night or whatever. She says it was a mistake, but you know, not a mistake as in I did not mean to call you, just a mistake as in like I shouldn't have called you. But um Lawrence is like, man, let's go. He bears it all, you know, asking her is she happy and all this shit or whatever, saying, you know, I'm not happy when I'm not with you. I love you, Isa. Like, I just want to be with you and all this other shit. And in this moment, this is where I'm a little conflicted, right? Because I'm like, you know, I guess fight for yours, fight for what you want or whatever. If that's how you feel and all this other shit, I don't have no problem with you expressing your feelings and all this other shit, but this is not the right time and place. And once Issa started, you know, shuffling around, acting like really, really like nervous about, having this conversation here or whatever and he start like jumping in front of her trying to get her to not walk away I was like okay you being a little bit too much she's right this is not the right time to have this conversation maybe we revisit this later but Lawrence was not was not having that either way Nathan pulls up and he like what's all this and I'm like here we go <laughs> because that Again, this is me. Like, I can understand where Lawrence is coming from completely, but Nathan is her nigga. So, I'm not finna just let nobody sit up here and profess they love to my lady. Like, what the fuck is all of this? Do you, like, we got smoke because... She with me and here you are as the ex talking about oh I still love you and all that. I've been in situations like that before and no it did not go well for that nigga. But that's in the past. So I'm not even gonna get into that. That was years ago and I still owe that nigga some you know what? Let's move fast. Move forward because I don't even want to revisit that kind of energy because I anyway, but Nathan Nathan and Lawrence get into you know, a little shoving match. A scene is caused. Um, Nathan's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm calm, but I could go up when I'm like, (laughs) yeah. I like that kind of energy. Like, nigga, I'm I'm here. I'm cool. I'm at a three right now. But, bitch, if I need to get to a nine, we could get there really fast. Like, what you trying to do, my nigga? Because what you're not finna do is what you're doing right now. (laughs) I'm with all that kind of energy. Lawrence was holding his ground as well, but... You know, a scene ensued. Um, Nathan walks away pissed, as, you know, he should. That's fair, whatever. He tells Issa, you know what I'm saying? I'm calm. Leave me the fuck alone, though. I just need a minute. I'm not saying it's just your fault or get the fuck away from me or whatever. Just give me a minute. Um, Torian actually ends up taking Lawrence, you know, off to some side of the uh, party that we don't get to see at this moment. But um, Molly is asking Issa, like, girl, you okay or whatever? It was very, very great <laughs> that they just so happened to walk out of their um, closet sex <laughs> right at this time. Because, I don't know, things might have went differently had um, Molly and Torian not intervened and gotten, you know, a few other people to jump in. Because them niggas was ready to brawl, and I was with it. But episode ends there. And we have the credits rolling to song Hazel Chandelier by Rum Gold. Wow. (laughs) So, episode nine, that shit was, like I said, man, it was a good one. Dope episode. I really like it. Uh, These are my thoughts on the situation. Um, as much as I hate seeing These grown men butt heads Over a woman because I just feel like that's Corny on both sides Not necessarily that Nathan did anything wrong And not saying that Lawrence Shouldn't have gotten the opportunity To have one last conversation with Issa about his feelings and all of that shit But it's just like as somebody who's been there Before right That doesn't necessarily work out the best all the time Like I know a bunch of women like that whole macho display bullshit. Oh, these two niggas fighting over me, da da da, and my nigga standing up for me, or my ex really going hard to get me back. I might fuck this nigga again. Like, there's women out there who love all that kind of shit, but at the end of the day, it just makes the guys look corny, <laughs> which I can understand why Nathan was pissed because now you got me out here about the brawl, and it, it shouldn't be happening because Issa is with me. So I don't even know why I have to fight your ex like we're together i, I mean i can understand if I, we wasn't together and you know what I'm saying you were single and this nigga was trying to get you back and i was the new nigga that was trying to get you to be mine but you already made your decision i think people are forgetting that when they're watching insecure they're like oh who's she gonna choose lawrence or um nathan lawrence or nathan she's already chosen nathan yes i feel like Disa's forcing this relationship with Nathan a little bit, but I also feel like she is trying to move on and just accept that this is where she wants to be and that she has to let Lawrence go. But at the end of the day, there's not really much choosing to be done. The only thing she can do is decide to break up with Nathan and then try to do something with Lawrence. But if we being like real about it, if we're being, Technical, if we're being literal about the situation, Issa has chosen Nathan. They looking at places together. They saying I love yous and shit. Like, they doing the parties together and stuff like that. Like, Issa and Nathan are a couple. And Lawrence is the ex that's trying to get Issa back at this point. So, all of this, who is she going to choose? Who is she going to choose? That's people. <laughs> that's people who just really want... <laughs> isa and lawrence to be back together but you have to think about it like she kind of already chose because look at it like this (laughs) you can't say oh who is she gonna choose nathan or lawrence but she's already in a relationship with nathan If she decides to break up with Nathan and go with Lawrence, that's still not her choosing Lawrence. That's her leaving the relationship that she's already in to pursue something again with Lawrence. It's not like she's in the middle single and she's like, I got option A over here and option B over here. It's literally I'm with somebody or whatever. I can either choose to leave my situation that I'm in now. And go back with my ex, or I can stay where I'm already at with my new boyfriend. There's no, there's no, which one is she gonna choose? Is is she going to leave Nathan for Lawrence, or is she not? That's the real choice, not Nathan or Lawrence. It's, is she gonna stay with Nathan, or is she going to leave Nathan and go with Lawrence? But I get why people <laughs> feel the way they feel and, and are wording it the way they're wording it. But like I said, this whole. Back and forth between these two niggas, like it's a real as fuck. I get both sides. I just, you know, just me personally, I would rather be <laughs> a lot more uh mature. I don't think people in their thirties right now should be <laughs> fighting over exes and current girlfriends or whatever. <laughs> like I don't know, it's weird, but I get it. I do feel like Lawrence was, you know, right to approach Issa and try to get his feelings off um, because, you know, they probably most likely would not have gotten to talk otherwise. Like Condola was right about that. It's probably the last time you're going to see these people. So, you know, get your feelings out. But at the same time, like I said, it got a little cringy because Issa was trying to like, listen, we don't need to do this right now. Like, can I can I go here? Can I go here? And Lawrence was like, no, no, stay here, stay right here. Let me continue to get my feelings off. And that was a little uncomfortable looking for me, but I get it. Like, Lawrence was taking his last shot. And honestly, like, I fuck with that. Like, if you know this is your last shot, go for broke, nigga shit. (laughs) Let the chips fall where they may as long as you get yours out. Even though I feel how I feel about it, you know, two niggas fighting over a woman or whatever. It just is what it is. And honestly, it's not even two niggas fighting over a woman. It's one nigga fighting and the other nigga defending <laughs> because Nathan ain't really got to fight for Issa. Like he has her unless Issa come back and be like, well, I have a think about this nigga or whatever. And then it's like, OK, well, what do I do to keep you from leaving me and going back to this nigga? But, you know, I don't think we there yet. We'll see what happens in episode 10, though. <laughs> um, and then Nathan was right. To stand up for himself and his relationship In that moment as well Like you going for broke nigga I'm finna go for broke too and break your face Like bitch you're not finna disrespect Not only me and my relationship But my lady as well Like we in front of all of her Friends remember you said this they technically Her friends why would you Put her in a position to feel Like this in front of all of these people That she knows and loves and cares For like no nigga Fuck you trying to Get your uh, girl back or whatever the case Whatever you think you're doing Like this is embarrassing And on top of that it make me feel a way It make her feel away, And you feeling a way So nah we finna fight this out <laughs> I'm with Nathan I'm gonna stand up for mine That's That just is what it is What was interesting though <laughs> I feel like Condola knew <laughs> I feel like Condola knew what time it was As soon as she got um, Lawrence's awkward ass you know, opinion or reaction to her saying that she spoke to Issa. I knew I was like, okay, Condola. She peeping games. She finna get the fuck out of the way, <laughs> and she did. And I fucked with Condola for that. Condola has been the least like drama seeking out of all the (laughs) out of all the people in this little you know triangle or square or whatever the fuck y'all want to call it this little love you know debacle or whatever she's been the least drama seeking I don't get how people hate her (laughs) when she has been doing her absolute best to distance herself from everybody like (laughs) all y'all on twitter and instagram and facebook or whatever the fuck like y'all got so much to say about condola but she really just been trying to stay out of the way when lawrence and condola broke up and lawrence went back to Issa for that short period of time condola wasn't hitting his line oh we need to get back together and other shit like that when she popped back up and told him you know what i'm saying we had a slip up i'm pregnant this nigga passed out Told her keep me posted because I got a new job opportunity and fuck that. I don't want to be no dad. She was like, all right, cool. I'm going to raise my baby by myself. You can you can be out and tripping. She was confused as fuck when he decided to pop back up and want to play dad and all this other shit. Like she has never been the one pressing to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The person y'all hate. Y'all just did it because Oh, she's ruining Issa and Lawrence's perfect, you know, happily ever after story or whatever because now this baby is here and that look crazy and, you know, Issa and Lawrence supposed to have their first kid together and all this bullshit or whatever. Condoling ass for none of this. Like, she's been out of the way letting Lawrence dictate how involved he wants to be and how involved she is with everything else. She just been raising her baby mind to her business. Everybody else keep inviting her around. Tiffany invited her to this party. Like I don't get the hate for condola, but y'all weird. <laughs> so it is what it is. I feel like she knew that some shit was brewing because Lawrence was acting weird every time Issa's in the area. So she got out of the way, and I fuck with that. Um, Molly and Torian, though, MVPs of the episode. <laughs> MV fucking be Like, they had me rolling the whole episode. I really liked them together. Like, solid couple. Mm-hmm. Happy for Molly. Really, really happy. <laughs> as far as predictions, though, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's one episode left. <laughs> I guess the only thing we can do now is wait and see... If Issa is going to leave um, Nathan and try to do something with Lawrence, or is she just going to finally close that Lawrence chapter and, you know, press forward with her new relationship. Um, I do think that she's going to find a way to work both NBW and Crenshaw. That is the prediction I have. I think she's going to do the middle thing instead of just picking one or the other. Because remember, you know, we focused on, you know, Nathan Lawrence and Issa but Issa's You know financial Um life You know her career life that shit is still In the balance she still has not decided She we heard her Mention that in the Beginning of the episode when she was Looking at the apartment with Nathan she was like It's close enough where I could take the train To MBW, or I could walk To Crenshaw she still has not decided What she's gonna do I think she's gonna Find a middle ground doing that and then Obviously Nathan and East are gonna have a conversation about everything that took place with Lawrence, and we're gonna have some, you know, tough revelations. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got for predictions. Um But episode ten, the series finale, man, that sucks. The series finale is coming, and we'll get all these questions answered and hopefully get some kind of news about a spin off. I don't know. <laughs> I know they're doing like uh after series episode like uh you know I don't know what to call it a farewell um after review kind of thing I don't know it looked dope or whatever but um yeah I'm excited so I'll catch y'all on the review for the series finale of Insecure season 5 episode 10 I'm out i catch y'all the next one uh,